Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Well, quite a way to finish another Sunday in the tennis world. TC Live after an exciting flurry of the Miami Open. Our coverage of the Miami Open all week is presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. And here's what's coming up on the show. Believe it or not, we will show you how world number one and defending champion Carlos Alcaraz actually got pushed to a tiebreak on court. Although he still looks pretty happy. All the less. Several major women's champions hit the hard court Sunday. We'll show you which ones advanced the round of 16 and who's doing a better job getting the attention and affection of NBA star Jimmy Butler. Is it Carlitos or is it Prakash? I really don't know, but I do know that Prakash is still wearing he's still wearing that shirt well. He is wearing that shirt real well. Welcome to TC Live. We all got first names. Noah, Paul, Chanda, and we're glad to have you with us with a good show ahead. Another exciting day. You just heard Brett say it, and we were looking forward to this because yesterday was a crazy day with long matches and, and three setters and long two setters. We thought this was going to be a full sweep of straight set matches, and sure enough, Botic had a little something to say about it today. We spoke a little too soon, and you know, this has always been a really tough matchup, and uh, Van de Zanskulp, he really showed in the end that he believes he was able to be just a little more aggressive, and we saw Kasparu just get a little tentative when he had some opportunities, especially in that second set, to maybe just push his nose out in front, and sometimes that's all you get is a few opportunities. Mm. It's, it's amazing, too. It's, it's one of those things we were talking about before the show started about when when things aren't going great for you sometimes it just feels like stuff negatively is going to happen and the net cord to give Van Zanskull the match point and then the missed high for him Bali and Casper look he's one of the most well-liked guys on the tour he's a great player but he's only got five wins so far this year just hasn't been able to get it into gear he will but just not here on the hard courts in Miami. Yeah, it feels like he is very ready for that clay court season right around the corner. And it feels like Carlos Alcaraz is ready for any challenge that stays in front of him. Right now, he's just disbarring of any challenge. He had Dushan Lajevich today, and this looked like early it was going to be one-way track. It sure did. And every time I watch Alcaraz, I just watch and I go, do you think he tries to sometimes let the point go a little longer just so he can show everybody how fast he is <laughs> and that he can hit winners from anywhere? He did some amazing stuff. Got off to a great start. Like, here's a great example of it. Lob goes over his head, hits it down the line, runs over this one, hits a winner. Just wants to test out the Jets a little bit. No, showing off the legs. Off. Yeah, the leg strength. The Jets. And I'll tell you what, he was showing off a lot of stuff that first set. Variety, running passing shots, came forward when he needed to. Just such a buttoned-up performance in this first set. But give a Lajovic quite a deal of credit. Second set started to play some terrific tennis. Again, he felt great to be, I want to see if you can hit it past me. You cannot hit it past me. I will get to it. Got into a tie break. Alcaraz was up, I believe, 6-3. Had a couple of match points before this, but closed it out. Leovic did a really nice job in second set. High level of tennis. And another double. 16th of the season, and he was chatting with Prakash after dapping up Jimmy Buffett.
when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler come out to your matches and so forth, we saw you have a nice moment with him after the match right here. Are you are you guys able to talk about, uh, you know, listen to him about basketball? Maybe you tell him a little bit about tennis? I, I hope uh, to talk with, with him a little bit more, you know, to ask him about basketball, uh, to, you know, uh, him asking me about tennis, you know, to <laughs> share some some beautiful moments, you know, but yeah, it's 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 amazing to to have someone like like Jimmy uh, watching my, my matches, you know, enjoying uh, watching my my tennis. It is always cool to see that cross sport and the chatter between athletes and maybe sharing different mentalities of how you attack a certain experience or a certain match. Did you want to tell everybody who's well those? Yeah, should we, should we go one by one? Camera that's should, we, right should we go one by one? Let's do it. But I, I do find it, it always interesting for someone like Carlos Alcaraz, who just seems like he is a sponge. And we've seen him ascend so quickly at such a young age. And we know the physical talent, but the mental makeup that goes with it has been equally as impressive. Yeah, I think that is maybe a bit underrated sometimes because he has such a big game. He's so explosive. He hits the ball huge. But he's also got this nice feel, this nice variety, and a good sense for the different moves to make at different times in a match. A lot of things that you expect players to get at a bit of an older age, and he's gotten it so young. But that mental side, I think, is also important. A match like the one against Lajovich, where he couldn't quite close it out, he stayed poised, he stayed calm, and was able to get right back to business. You know, that is very underrated, but a very important skill. We'll see if anybody can test him remaining in this draw as he looks his title defense square in the eyes and that number one ranking as well. Number one American, Taylor Fritz, back in action. Denis Shapovalov, and you never quite know how these matchups are going to go, Paul. Yeah, this is going to be narrow margins. Two power players. Fritz had won the last two out of three, but he was down in the series 5-3 to Denis Shapovalov. This was going to be about who was more solid, and that was Taylor Fritz. Did a really nice job just buttoning up his service game. Shapovalov Hit some good shots, but boy, he made a lot of unforced errors. I believe in the mid-30s gave Taylor a lot of free points. And Taylor just felt like, you know what, I'm just going to lock down, hit to big targets, play patiently aggressive, and I'm going to see what he's got until he shows me that those winners are going to happen and not the unforced errors. And Dennis never really got it going. He's so much fun to watch. Shot the ball off, but really struggled to gear down. But a really fucked up performance from Taylor Fritz. Very professional stuff. Now, especially on serve, didn't face a break point. Fourth win over Shapovalov. And he will advance into the fourth round at Miami. Tommy Paul trying to do the same thing against Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. And Chanda, Tommy Paul still healthy, still confident, and showing every bit the athleticism in this one. Yeah, Davidovich Fokina there able to get the break. But Tommy Paul, again, that confidence. He understands how to play in big moments. The backhand there, finding the line. He was able to take that first set. You know, pretty straightforward fashion. The second would get just a little tougher. Davidovich Fokina, he hits the ball big. He's a dangerous player. He moves well. But Tommy Paul moves even better. And he made some gets that were incredible. That one just finding the line with the angle. And he just played really clutch tennis when he needed it. And got done, got through a match. Could have been tricky in straight sets. Yeah, eight, eight aces, only one double ball from Tommy Paul. Pretty buttoned up on that serve. And that will set up a fairly blockbuster matchup in the fourth round. We look at this top quarter of the men's draw. Alcaraz and Paul. It was actually Tommy Paul who took the only meeting between the two at this point. 
on a tour. Fritz and Runa, their first meeting in the round of 16. So a lot to be determined in this top half of the draws. We go over to the women's side. Arena Sabalenka, what a start to the season for her. Just continues this runaway train, it feels like right now. No one can touch her. Yeah, and this was a matchup that was so favorable for Sabalenka. She had plenty of opportunities, time to hit out on her shots. Boskova, a good mover, a good competitor, but hard to compete against shots like that one from Sabalenka. The backhand firing on all cylinders. She would get the forehand going as well. And aggressive when she needed to be. That has been an added element to Sabalenka's game. The margin she has when she's looking to be aggressive. And the second set was just more of the same. Forehand up the line. Nothing Boskova could do. She was clean on her serve. Sabalenka, we didn't see the double faults. We saw come into play in Indian Wells. And it was just an overall clean performance from start to finish. Boskova would get one extra game in the second set. But again, the serving and the firepower of Sabalink is too much for her to handle. Top remaining seed in this draw. First career meeting between these two, and Sabalenka does it in style. 6-1, 6-2, start to the season. So we mentioned what Alcaraz is doing at 16-1. Sabalenka currently the wind leader on the WTA Tour with 19, but right behind her, Rabakina's got that 18, and Pagula and Garcia each with 17. Each of them getting to a final or winning a title or two, and Sabalenka looking to do the same once again here in Miami. Krachikova and Keys. this one felt like a battle going in, and that first set most certainly was back and forth. Uh, Krachikova, she had set on her racket had set points there, but Keys able to battle back. We thought maybe she would turn this first set around, but that miss after saving some set points, a real big disappointment for Keys, who fought back beautifully uh, to put pressure on Krejcikova. Again, we say the firepower of Keys. She is always a dangerous player, but Krejcikova was impressive. The way she stayed calm, stayed smooth, under pressure, and that passing shot, that was big at an important moment in the match where Keys would have seven break points in that game. Couldn't get it, and you could see the frustration there. Missed opportunities. You often don't get a lot against top players, and Krejcikova able to take advantage in the end. Close it out in straight sets. A little bit of a get back from the 2022 Australian Open quarterfinal. She will take on Sabalenka one and one this year against each. Bianca Andrescu, we've seen a couple of impressive performances already. Has Sophia Kennan on the other side today, and Andrescu continues the stellar play. Yeah, we were wondering, is uh, Andrescu going to now start to get real consistent? Look, we know what her ceiling is. It's a high one. She's incredibly gifted, incredibly talented, and has played some terrific tennis. This was a tough ask against Kennan. Kennan, a little bit shy on the matches, but makes you work so hard. Andrescu did such a nice job early in this match, being the one that was dictating play. Got that first set, six games to four. Got up 3-1 in the second. Got a little bit more interesting as that second set progressed. Andrescu tried to stay offensive, but I like that Kennan tried to get up to that baseline. An error there gave Andrescu 5-3. Lost that game, but right here on match point, a little floating slice creates the error. It's a solid effort for Andrescu to keep that good play going this week. Fourth win over Kennan in her career, and let's hear from her after making her third appearance in the round of 16 at this tournament. Tell us a little bit about how you worked your way into that match, because she can be very tricky. Yeah, she hits the ball very flat, and when she's on, she's on. Uh, I felt that she was serving well. I was serving well as well. But I think my serve in the key moments and some of my returns were the things that got me through today.
So a couple of wins here at Miami. We've seen 11 of them already in her career. And, and it's just good to see her on court playing this level of tennis. We know what she's capable of, Paul, as Paul said. But to, to see it consistently round by round, and it just seems like she's getting better with each match. Yeah, it's been so much about, you know, for Andrescu staying healthy. And once she's able to get those matches under her belt, Miami's a place where she's had some good results. So some of those feelings come back. And she has had a tough draw from the first round. Andrescu having to play Raducanu and then Maria Sakri and then Kennan, another uh, Grand Slam champion. So I, I think for Andrescu, these are the confidence-boosting matches that she needed. And to get them back-to-back -back this way, I mean, she's really rounding in the form. Yeah, and look, we know what her, her ceiling is. We know what she does when she plays plays well. We've seen that from a few years ago. So as she's building momentum, she's getting better and better. I've been really impressed with her serve. Today she won 65% of her second serve points, got seven aces, so some freebies as well. And uh, occasionally she can get too passive in my mind. And, and I like what I've seen so far this tournament. When the ball's short, she's getting up to the baseline, giving it a crack and playing offensive tennis. That means confidence is growing, and that means she's going to keep playing better and better. All positive signs for BB through a couple of matches in Miami. You guys know what I'm excited for. I want to see the updated record for Chanda's fan duel picks. We've got the uh -oh. next one straight ahead. Uh -oh. I don't think anything's uh-oh. I feel pretty good right. still. Well okay. above 500 as of a couple days ago. Plus, Carlos Alcaraz isn't the only top 10 teenager on the ATP tour. We'll show you how 19-year-old Holger Runa did on Sunday as well when TC Live returns. TC Live at the Miami Open is presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. Discover ConradHotels.com. Welcome back to TC Live, presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. We look forward to Miami Open Regional Sports Network coverage Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tonton Alice taking on Mackie McDonald, and then Serana Kirstea and Marqueta Vondrosova from Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Leif Shiris, Tracy Austin have all that coverage. Now we take a look at our forecast with our Fox Weather. Hi there, I'm Fox Weathers, Craig Herrera, and here's a look at Monday's Miami Open forecast. Taking a look at the forecast, we got partly cloud conditions, mid to upper 80s for all of our tennis pros out at Miami Gardens in Florida. Enjoy it out there. Hey, remember, you can download the Fox Weather app or stream Fox Weather from your favorite connected TV device. I like it when Craig brings us some good news. Looking forward to some high 86, nice partly cloudy. It leads us to our FanDuel match preview, Paul. Well, let me think. Hubie Hurkacz, that big power game of his, just a lot of things to be afraid of. And uh, I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Hubie got, is uh, living on like his ninth life after the, all the match points he saved the other day. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning with Hubie in that match. I, I, like, I like what's going to happen after he had the big win. Hmm. Okay. What I'll do you think, Chandon? No? Uh, I'm definitely leaning right. Hurkacz, yeah. Okay. I think he's going to have that extra boost. I mean, yeah. you kind of defeat. Get through a match like that, yes, right? Yeah. You defeat the odds. Renewed I'm going to trust you guys because I've never played a match like that. I never will play a match like that. But what I can tell you is right now, FanDuel is giving all new users 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200. Win or lose, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and start making every moment more. Listen, I don't care if it's a cold streak. I don't care what's going on right now. I trust Chanda with my life, okay? I trust, I told you, to the abyss, hey, whatever happens. Wait a second, though. It's down to 243. No, no, no. Not much left. Guess what, Not much to work with I think I blame myself. I'm bringing it Hold on, hold on. That's still positive. How is it 11 and 6 and there's only $2 in the game? 
kitty. That, that, listen, if you're I'm positive, if you're a winner, you're a winner. <laughs> I think you guys are looking at this all wrong. Okay. You're looking at what you've lost and what you won. It. Either way, <laughs> just tell us your FanDuel pick of the day. Well, I'm going to uh, pick Rabakina over Merton. So I'm going to go with the favorite. Rabakina, of course, been playing terrific tennis. And I just think her power game will overcome the steadiness of Merton's. But as we have seen, Noah, nothing is guaranteed. No. Got to go with it. Yeah, I think with the with the fast courts and the confidence that she has, she's going to be tough for Mertens to deal with. You know, sometimes on these quick courts, the big power players actually need more time and they struggle. But with Rubakina, the way she's serving, as much uh, weight of shot she has on her ground strokes, I'm backing Shandy. Even though she's lost four in a row, I'm backing you. I'm looking forward to win number 12. I That's all I'm saying. I love this support from you. I just feel so good. We've got nothing go. but positive really vibes. Absolutely. That's how it works in our Santa Monica studio. That's how it works on TC Live. On the other side, Spitalina's return to action is a week away. We'll show you the latest from Gems Life. Charleston Bound coming up on TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The month of craziness. Back-to-back 1,000s continue on the hard courts in Miami. Monday's TV schedule on Tennis Channel. Day session, 11 a.m. Eastern. Night session, 7 p.m. TC Live to follow encore coverage to continue the fun all the way through. And we still have more results to get through, and that continues with Diego Schwartzman taking on another teenage sensation. Hold on, Runa. And Runa just continues to, to prove himself. Both of these guys, backward hats guys, at least in their photo, but it looks like Diego may have gone forward today. Yeah, Diego went forward today, but only with the hat. The rest of his game, unfortunately, did not go forward, and that was because Holger Runa played well played. Great power tennis. He was hitting the ball huge from the back of the court. Really kept Schwartzman in trouble. Closed out that first set. Six games to four. Second set again. Look at the big return. Up inside the baseline, taking time from Schwartzman and even as well as Schwartzman retrieves on these quick courts down in Miami. So difficult to counter punch and create space with distance. Look at that distance covered right there from Holger Runa. Really a solid effort. Lost to serve once, but broke four times and was really impressive with the heat. I tell you what, his serve is very underrated and weight of shot off his racket, guys. Forehand and backhand, he's bringing some heat. Yeah, and he's pretty vocal about playing well at this tournament after getting hurt in Qualies last year in Miami. So far, so good. Patrick Kvitova, Donna Vekic, this one, Kvitova trying to just continue to show exactly what she's made of and it really was exactly that it was just a, a vintage performance from her. 
it really was. And Kvitova, she has been playing terrific tennis, really showed some special things in Indian Wells, and I think had even better form, dealt with the heat beautifully. That sometimes can cause problems. And Novekic, she's been in good form, and Kvitova knew that, knew she had to play well, and she did in some important moments there. Vekic just trying to create some openings and trying to get that second set, but Kvitova would not allow it. She served big, hit big from the ground, and it's just a confident performance. So this was her fourth win over Vekic total, but her third win over Vekic in Miami in the third round. That's that's crazy to me. That's just, karma. that's bizarre. That's some weird karma. It is, yeah. So Kvitova into the fourth. You've got Andrescu, as mentioned, Kirstea, Krejcikova, Sabalenka. Chanda, anything stand out in this fourth round as we look at the bottom half of the draw? I mean, Sabalenka, she's been so informed. That'll be an interesting match against Krejcikova. Can Krejcikova kind of stop the train? She's been able to do it before against the top Top players, Andrescu at the top. She's been so impressive and got to like her chances against Alexandrova um, as well. well. As we continue to roll on for Miami, we continue to roll on here at TC Live and head to the social net. And we, we said this the other day, babies always play, guys. Always, always play. We look at Alina Svitolina, Gail Monfils, and their five-month-old daughter, Sky in Monte Carlo. And Alina getting ready to play in Charleston next week. We'll have it on Tennis Channel. Chanda, I know you're going to Charleston. I've heard, I've not been, so I've heard it is oh, one of the just most go. fun. Yeah, I've heard it's an incredible scene, and it's a great place for Svitolina to get right back on the court as well. Uh, it's a great tournament. It is a fan favorite. It's a player favorite as well. It's got some good food, some good restaurants. So, I like that. I like know, both when, of those when you, things. When you need a little energy after dealing with the baby all day, got Charleston and the restaurant scene to help you out. But this should be a lot of fun watching, seeing where Svetlana is and how she's returning as a mom. We love the baby stories. And we were wondering, would Malfis be there? Oh, would well, he, we, the I family I, be I there would think, Gael's got some daddy duties. He should be I there and take care so. of the baby while uh, mom absolutely is uh, really shocking us all. How about one week under six months, yes. and she's going to be back on the courts playing professional Lightning tennis. Lightning fast. Pretty she's, impressive. Uh, she's yeah. going to have a great time down there with Bob Moran and his team who run the tournament. Special place in Charleston. And, Gael, you have diaper duty this week. <laughs> you got the diaper duty. No, it's safe to say that Alina Svitolina is a rock star. And speaking of, you've got John Bon Jovi who... A rock star. I mean, listen, as a New Jersey guy, there's a, there's a different level of respect right. for Bon Jovi. Here he is hitting with Cam Nori is getting prepped for Miami. Nori lost his opening match to Barrer, but it was John Bon Jovi. I, I was the trying to match? figure out... The one um, I can't, I can't discern Not that. sure? Yeah, no, no, okay. I'm, I'm only halfway there. All actually. right. I was trying to figure out which one to use, and you just, you led me right to it, Paul. So I appreciate you as always. You're the best double partner. Come on. Love uh, this. This is awesome. Awesome yeah. to see him out on the court. Awesome to see famous fans of tennis and uh, Cam Nori out working on his dirt ball game against John Bon Jovi. Not too bad. I think he got the drop shot winner. I think that, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Like. Pretty Cam, sure he did. Cam wasn't ready for it. Nope. All right. Well, I respect anything that he does anyway. Like I said, anything the New Jersey legend does is great in my book. And it's always cool to see as celebrities enjoy this wonderful game. Our tournament summary presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. Nine seed Ben Chich was upset by Alexandrova. Saw her on that half of the draw earlier. Three seed Rude. That last match of the night goes down. First top ten men seed to lose in Medvedev with a walkover into the fourth round. As we head to our own down the stretch of TC Live. A lot more to wrap up when we come back on Tennis Channel.
hot shot of the day, and it's somebody who provides really the hottest of all the shots. Yeah, for Alcaraz, I think we need to rename this segment Hot Wheels, right? Because usually <laughs> it's about the wheels setting up the shot. Look at him just daring people to see if they can hit a ball that he can't get to. And we actually could have picked out probably 15 or 20 shots from this match with Alcaraz as a human highlight reel. And right there, that ball just a little bit too deep. And Carlito says, not today. Yeah, well, look, I, I think Hot Wheels, their motto was, beat that. <laughs> and right now, there is no beating anything that Carlitos does on the court. We start Monday's featured matches, Garin and Sitsipas. You see Pagula, Francis Tiafo going to be in a, a tight one with Sonigo. Felix Oje Aliasim out there as well. For a little more on what we can expect on Monday, let's go to Danny and Prakash. All right, Noah, back at the Tennis Channel Cadillac desk. Be a third meeting in store for Francis Tiafo and Lorenzo Sinego. How do you see this one going? Well, they've split their last couple, but I think the conditions over here are going to favor Francis. Sonego did come through with a nice three-set win over Evans, and he took out Dominic Team in the first round. But I just think overall, Francis looked a little bit stronger this year. He's got to feel a second breath of life after getting over Watanuke in that last match where, where he could have possibly lost. So I'm going to back the American. I think he's going to turn in a better performance than he did in the opening match. It's going to be great performances all around for a big Monday of action here in Miami. All right, guys, appreciate you as always doing fantastic work over there on the Cadillac desk. So we saw Francis Tiafa, that's one of the headliners. But Stefano Sitsipas is going to be his first match on court since March 10th, first round at Indian Wells, losing to Jordan Thompson. What do you expect out of the Greek? Yeah, look, it's, it's been 17 days. In Indian Wells, we saw that the shoulder was still bothering him, and we could see that he was dealing with an injury. He talked about it. So he's going to need to be healthy. We're going to find out quick because Kareen's playing some terrific tennis, played well in Indian Wells, starting to get his uh, confidence back. And so we'll see how Stefanos' health is. And... Uh, going to be an interesting matchup. Stefano should take him down, but there's going to be a lot of athletic points. Meanwhile, Jesse Pagula, we saw that that leaders on the wind for the WTA tour. She's still right on the heels of Arena Sabalenka playing some just outstanding tennis so far this year. Yeah, she's been one of the, the top players playing consistent tennis, playing confident tennis, and it's always difficult to get past her, and I think that's why uh, she's maintained her ranking at the top of the game. This will be a real test, though, against Magda Lynette, who was the Australian Open semifinalist, has had a real resurgence in terms of her career and is playing some of the best tennis uh, that she's ever played. So I think this will be a tough one, uh, but I think Pagula has the advantage certainly in breaking down um, the Lynette game. Should be fun as we get started week two in Miami. Thanks come on, yeah. come in, on, guys. Come on, don't think. Coming in. don't think me. Thanks for coming June. in. Hey, you don't want a Bon Jovi reference before you, we leave? You, you don't come in enough. We get to see I know, you. I, I know. This has been all too amazing. For Paul Anacone, for Tanda Rubin, I'm Noah Eagle saying so long. Appreciate you guys for joining.